Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of the SDA Housing Podcast. Today we're joined by Natalie from Blitzit and she's just going to be talking to us a little bit about uh, plan management and what plan management is, how it's important for participants to get. So Natalie, do you just want to start us off by telling us a little bit about Blitzit and what it is? Hello everyone. Yeah, thank you. Um, so Blitzit Plan Manager is an NDIS registered plan manager. Uh, we're located in Windsor in the Hawkesbury. So the full team works from the office in Windsor. However, as plan management can all be done online, um, we do service participants Australia-wide. Uh, so Blitzit started off with Leanne Carr. Uh, who's the director um, in 2016. So she was working from her lounge room, um, which slowly grew into a team of about four people, including myself, Mm -hmm. um, also working from her lounge room. Um, And then once we grew out of the lounge room setting, uh, we then moved into our now office uh, where we have around 10 employees now. So I guess when you reflect on the journey over the past seven or so years, um, I guess you could say we've come a long way um, yeah. and we're excited for the growth ahead of us as well. So you've been there from the start then, pretty much? Um, not from the very start. I've probably worked for the company for about four or five years. So oh, wow, most yeah. of it though. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's really awesome. I didn't realize that you had been there like for a, for that long. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. 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 So you would have seen that big change in like when it first started to now. Definitely. Yeah. 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 We've, we've grown a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. Uh, do you want to tell us just like a little bit about what your role is? Like what is a plan manager, first of all? Yeah. So pretty much essentially plan managers um, will pay the providers for the mm-hmm. supports that have been delivered. So um, we will also help the participants monitor their funds and provide like financial reporting. So um, we can support the participants by obviously helping them monitor their budget and we've got yep. that I can I can, we'll go into that but um, that's like providing monthly statements we've got an app and a portal that they can use and then also just uh, paying their providers fast as well mm-hmm. that's another thing that we need to do um, and then in terms of plan managers um, we offer increased I guess choice and control uh, for the participants and their plan implementation so um, they're actually able to call us for advice or for help, um, yep. where in comparison to like self-managed, you could only call NDIS. So I guess we're yeah. another level of guidance as well. Yeah. Okay. So Blitzit is obviously you're a bit smaller than other plan management companies, which is not a bad thing at all, but no. how do you differ from like other plan manager companies in the sector? Yeah, so uh, we've got really fast payment. So mm-hmm. we're usually paying invoices in one to two days, which I oh, guess awesome. if you do analyse the other plan managers, we are one of the faster ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
In terms of our fast payments, that also provides um, peace of mind that all the payments are up to date for the participants. So we actually process and pay invoices like every weekday um, so that we're really on top of that. Uh, And then we've also, as I mentioned earlier, we've got a customised Blitzit app and portal. Mm -hmm. Um, So we actually sat down with support coordinators, participants, participants' families and said, what do you need in terms of um, a technology that they can use to track their budget, monitor their funds. Um, And with our app, it will tell you if they're underspending, overspending or on track. Um, with re- It's like a traffic light system. So if yeah. they're overspending, it would be red. If they're on track, it's green. Um, and then it has really easy to read graphs as well, giving them the like average monthly spendings, target average spendings, like an estimated consumption date as to when those funds are going to exhaust. Mm. And then it will also list all the invoices that we've paid to each provider. It is live. So as soon as we pay an invoice or process it, it will come straight up on their app. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. And it's got the details of those invoices as well. So if they've like in terms of um, dates, codes that we've used, mm. um, quantities, hourly rates and so on. Mm. And then they'll also be able to see how much they've spent with each provider as well. Um, okay. So it really breaks it down. So particularly for support coordinators, um, they can use that when they're on the go, um, meeting with participants um, and they can just log in with one login. Um, so mm. they've got like, for example, 10 participants with, with us. They'll just have the one login um, oh, yeah. and then they can view all that information. So it is really user-friendly Yeah. Um, yeah. and we've had some really good feedback about it. So the portal is also um, available, which is very similar to the app, but just accessible yeah. via our websites. Okay. Um, and then we've also got monthly statements. So these are emailed out each month. Mm. Uh, I guess a simplified version of the app and portal. They've got uh, the invoices that we've paid for the month, what they've got left in each category, and then how much they've spent with each provider for each support category for the monthly period and the plan period. So um, we can also post those out. So we've got a few participants that would rather that over post or those participants that don't use or have the capacity to use the app or the portal, Mm. we're happy to post those out as well. Um, and then I guess in terms of our online um, service agreement, that literally takes three minutes. Once they've signed up with us, we'll call them, introduce ourselves, um, let them know that they've been put in our system, give them their login details. Uh, but I am also happy to come meet with participants face-to-face, so particularly yeah. those regional areas. Um, if people want the face-to-face meetings, I'm happy to come meet to get a service agreement signed. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so participants can also request if they want to speak to the one person each time so they can have their own personalised plan manager, they can also request for that each time they call. Um, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. You guys really kind of do it all, hey? Like you've got – I feel like an app would just – it makes things so much easier like because you've just got everyone – like it's just there. It's yeah. so accessible. It's so easy. Yeah, and um, the fact that it's live oh, yeah. as well, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, do you want to just tell us a little bit about what your role is, like what you do with Blitzit as a plan manager, what you like, what are your day-to-day sort of mm-hmm. tasks? Yep. So I'm the National Relationships Manager, so I've started mm-hmm. that role this year. Yep. Um, so my job is to pretty much build connections and relationships with uh, like-minded providers. Um, so then we could 
build a supportive network for our participants. So um, I attend a lot of networking events, um, like expos, yeah, pretty much all around Australia. Um, so I'm always on the go, always traveling, um, and I'll meet with those providers. Um, and then we we then just have meetings and discuss how we can better support our participants. Um, so we've yeah, got some, fantastic. yeah, we've got some really good connections um, with a lot of providers in our area and really all around Australia. Um, and I also meet with participants as well. So that's yeah. a little bit about me. Yeah, well, obviously that's where we met you at um, the Sydney Expo, was it? Yeah, yeah the Sydney developing Expo. communities. Yeah, which is yeah, I feel like that's expos are so important. Like you just like there's people don't realize how big they are. They're massive, mm-hmm. and there's so many people there, and it's like I think really creating connections to build like a strong community is the most important thing. So it's really good that like you guys have you to go and do that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to walk us through the process of actually enlisting a plan manager and getting someone on board to handle all of that sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. So there's three ways the plan can be uh, managed. So there's mm-hmm. self-managed, agency managed and plan managed. So if they if their plan is already built as plan managed, it's um, quite easy in terms of um, the sign up process. Um, but in terms of our service, their plan has to be plan managed for us to provide mm-hmm. the service. Um, yeah. To have a to request for a plan managed plan, um, you would do that in the review meeting or the planning meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually got letters that we give to our participants when they go to their meetings, which pretty much like request to be plan managed um so you know for those participants that which very understandably it can be hard to navigate the NDIS they pretty much just take that letter and that will tell them the LAC or the planner um that they want to be plan managed and then hopefully the plan will then be built as that and then that the next step would be to find I guess a good plan manager uh and then if they're agency or self-managed and want to switch over to plan managed they would then need to contact their LAC or planner and ask for a review meeting and then ask for that switch over. Okay. So it's like relatively simple. It's not, they don't make it hard for you to get a plan manager or get that going or anything like that. No, it is pretty simple and uh, plan management is a lot more common these days Mm -hmm. as well. So um, a lot of the plans are being built as plan managed just because it is a lot easier to be plan managed. So with plan managers, you don't need um, to be a registered NDIS provider. You, mm-hmm. The providers that they use just need to have an ABN. So it's a lot easier okay. in terms of that and the, the choice you tr- control you have with providers. But then also on top of that, we just take the financial stress and yeah. all of that kind of thing out of the way. So, um, yeah, people are really leaning towards plan managers. Yeah, which I think is great because, yeah, as you said, like it just takes off that extra level of stress. Like that's making things easier for yourself. What more could you want? Yeah, exactly. Um, so what transactions do you guys actually handle? Like when someone comes to you and they're like, oh, I want my plan managed, what falls under that? Um, so pretty much um, in terms of if a participant had a plan, it would mm-hmm. depend on how their categories are built. So generally um, – Every single category in their plan, if it is built as plan managed, will be that. But mm-hmm. um, it just depends on how their plan is built. So okay. um, it could be like most of the time their core supports are built as plan managed. Um, their assistive technology might be built as agency managed, but it just depends. Yeah, yeah okay. 
So, like, what are your standard sort of transactions that you handle? Like, obviously, you said the provider costs. Um, so, that's pretty much it. So, okay. a person will uh, engage in a service with a service mm-hmm. provider. Yeah. And then that service provider will send us the invoice and we pay it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes – yeah, I get that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do participants tend – or their families, I guess, whoever's more handling the plan, do they switch to plan managers often? Is that something that you're seeing a lot more of? Um, yeah, I can't speak for other plan managers, but I do know um, we've had a fair few participants mm. um, switch to our plan management service, um, and that could be for a variety of different reasons. They might be unhappy with their – previous one um they might have just wanted to change we might be Mm. local to them they might have heard about us they might like our app they might have seen us in expo um there are all different reasons for that um we don't really have uh, many circumstances where people are switching from us to another one um, or leaving our service so i'm not too sure about how common it is but um, if we aren't the right fit for a participant, then we obviously respect their choice and control yeah. um, if they did want to leave our service. Yeah. Do you have people switching from agency or what was the other one, sorry? Self. Managed. Self to plan? Often yeah, yeah, often. Um, we've had like a fair few participants come through that I meet at the expos in particular that might not understand the role of a plan manager mm-hmm. and then they come to us, we explain it and they go, oh, that would be so much easier. Yeah. Um, and then, then we say to them, oh, all you have to do, you know, is go contact your LAC or your planner, um, and go for a review. And then, then they would do that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so how can people best prepare to get a plan manager? Um, so they pretty much, I think the best thing we recommend is taking our letter yeah. to that review meeting. Um, and then from there, that pretty much has everything included and in that just request for a plan manager. Um, yep. Generally, they do request it like they do get it, but it just depends on the circumstance and the participant situation. Um, but the, the best way to prepare for it is really just go into the meeting um, and make sure that you say you want your plan to be plan managed. Yep. And you can give your reasons why for that as well. For example, yep. if it's because they're finding it hard to be self-managed and log into the portal, that could be a reason. Yeah. So it's really just, yeah, it's an extra level of stress that you just won't even have to worry about if you get a plan manager. Yeah. Are there any like particular struggles within plan management that you're noticing at the moment? Um, I guess the NDIS is always evolving and there's new changes always being introduced. So there was a new price guide as of the 1st of July. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of changes with that with that price guide in terms of meals, new codes. So there's a lot to unpack in that small space of time. Um, so it's just really about keeping up with the changes and understanding yeah. the changes, making sure that you, everyone in your team understands it. Um, and then I think sometimes there is a bit of a misunderstanding of a plan manager's role as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of what we're actually responsible for and what we're not. So it's about explaining that to the participants and guiding yep. them through that as well. Yeah. And I guess with those price changes and everything, current NDIS approval, is that affecting plan management at all or not really? Uh, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the approval process, what we're finding is 
it's it's hard, well, there's been a lot of delays in terms of NDIS. So yeah. if if a participant submits uh, a quote and a recommendation letter for an item or a service, what we're finding is it's taking up to or at least six weeks for the NDIS oh, wow. to come yeah. back and and um, give a response with that. And then yeah. in that time, people are getting frustrated, and that's yeah. also six weeks that that participant is then going without that service that they're yeah. in need of. So um, I think those delays are really impacting the participants and then also impacting us because we're getting mm. calls and sometimes I think the pressure gets put on us because people don't understand that it's not us that approves it, it's the yeah. NDIS. So, yeah. they, you know, we might get a call saying, you haven't approved this, why is it taking so long? And we then just have to explain the process to them and, you know, we've done everything we can do in the situation um, yeah. and just hope that NDIS, we, we can follow it up, um, but there's only so much we can do in terms of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my final question would probably be, what are your recommendations for participants who want to better manage their plan? Yeah, um, I think a support coordinator is really important. If they do mm-hmm. have funding for a support coordinator, it's really important to um, engage with a good support coordinator who will be able to help them manage their supports. Um, if they don't have support coordination, they can ask for that in their planning meeting. Yeah. Um, but also just using the resources to track the budgets, um, tracking the budget regularly as well. So for us, we've got an app, we've got the portal, as I've mentioned. So yeah. logging into that um, whenever they can to make sure that they're on track or if they're even if they're underspending, um, looking at ways that they can actually then engage in more services to utilise their plan. Yeah. Um, always reflecting on their goals as well. So uh, their goals might have changed from their last mm-hmm. plan. So, um, and then just doing your research with providers. So getting the most you can in terms of your funding. So comparing the providers in terms yeah. of hourly rates, their quality of service. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not happy with someone, search the market. Um, don't kind of just go with the first provider you look at. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of providers out there and good uh, quality providers out there as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that about sums it up. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us about plan management. It's something we haven't really discussed before and I think it's a really important topic to get out there and have people know about because I'm sure there's people who don't know. Yeah, as you said, like you've had people come up to you at expos and they didn't even know plan managers were a thing and they're like, oh, that's so much easier. So I think it's really important that we get that out there and get people knowing about it. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No, anytime. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.